0: so if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams make sure you're following along this show make sure you go subscribe on the youtube channel on the podcast and everywhere else you can and now let's get to the welcome everybody to another episode of the elite development podcast the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport today well, first, I'm your host, Katie Musil, and today we are talking about what I learned from an afternoon at the UFCPI. So first off, I see my old roommate, Jothan Hibben, tuning in on the Instagram stream. So Jothan, uh, appreciate you tuning in. But I got connected into the UFCPI, which actually, funny story, Jothan, the guy who I was just talking about, he, he worked under Gavin Pratt, the head coach at that gym, for a little while. And then so I had a nice little connection with with Gab as soon as I walked in the door, but let's talk about the story of how I got connected in there and then what I learned while I was there. So this past week I was in Vegas. I was there from Sunday to Thursday and I ended up getting to go watch a couple of my athletes spar on, uh, it was Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, I believe. Either way, got to go watch a couple of my athletes spar, um, Chris Ruffin and Chris Curtis, if you guys, uh, out at Extreme Couture, and at the end of the sparring session, uh, we were talking and Chris, well, one Chris asked the other Chris, hey, do you think we can bring Kenny through and show him the PI? So we went down to the PI and you know, I was just walking through with my two athletes, kind of seeing this facility that I'd seen so much online. And all of a sudden, Chris Curtis looks at me and goes, I've got to introduce you to Gavin. And Gavin Pratt is the head strength coach there at the UFC PI. So we walked into the gym. Chris brought me over, introduced me to Gavin. And immediately I had that little connection. Like I said, I said, I, you know, I actually used to live with a guy that you mentored. His name's Jothan, do you remember him? And immediately, you know, we exchanged a couple of stories about Jothan. I won't say what for Jothan's sake. Um, and immediately he told me, hey, look, like, you know, if you want to come back tomorrow and shadow some sessions and uh, get in and, you know, do put in a little bit of work with the guys, let me know. And he gave me his phone number and, like hell, I was gonna miss that opportunity. So the next day I came back to the PI and I get I got to sit in on a couple of sessions, watch a few athletes train, pick Gavin's brain as well, and just you know, get a feel for how that facility operates, how that team operates, and all the things that you know I still need to work on, even within my own business. And so first I wanted to mention that because you know that's just above and beyond like a guy like Gav in his position absolutely did not have to invite me back absolutely did not have to put any extra effort other than hi nice to meet you into that interaction so I just truly appreciated that because it was a very very eye-opening experience getting to go down there but on top of that as well when I came back the next day I got to sit in on a few sessions and I got to sit and just ask gab some questions so the first thing that we talked about was athlete testing and this has been something that for a long time i haven't really been doing as much with my athletes because honestly the number one thing that matters is that when they're performing they're continuing to improve and they're continuing to feel better and if they continue to feel better and they continue to improve in their performance the numbers that they're putting up in the gym aren't necessarily all that important. Like, yes, are they a good guideline? Yes, do they kind of show, you know, where some strengths and weaknesses are for sure. But you know, I was struggling to find that way to test athletes that is truly going to give me a an indication of you know something that's going to be important for their performance without obviously the massive budget that they have at the PIs. So Gav was talking through like all of the testing that they do, the different equipment that they use what they use and why they measure the certain things that they do. And um, just out of respect for him, I'm not going to like go deep, deep, deep into all the details, but what we got, and then what I asked him, I was like, okay, like really, you know, really great protocol that they have. But what about if we don't have the budget that you guys have for, for equipment and things like that? And so he gave me some ideas on things that I can use for, you know just basic strength testing um and gave me an idea on numbers that my athletes should be hitting for these basic strength tests and the reflection of how that can guide program and that was the real key for it as well is when it comes to these numbers when it comes to these tests that they're doing he said he was like it's not about you know oh we need a drastic improvement as an example in a trap bar deadlift But if that trap bar deadlift number is down, that's probably an indication that the strength is a little bit down. And if the strength is a little bit down, we need to start them into a phase where we're working on building that strength back up. And so basically just taking the tests and taking out the importance of the numbers themselves and focusing on what those numbers give us in terms of the guidance on the programs, right? Because a lot of the time right now, and it's been working fairly well, a lot of the time, right now, the guidance on the program for me comes from the athlete. The athlete saying, hey, you know, in sparring, I'm feeling really good, but I feel like I need a little bit of work here, here, and here. And we make shifts and make tweaks to the program based around that. But what I really took away from that conversation about athlete testing with the team over at the PI was it's not about the numbers themselves, it's about how the numbers guide the program. If the power tests are a little bit lower, then they need a little bit more focus on the explosive power. If the strength tests are a little bit lower and the power tests are a little bit higher, vice versa. Right, so that was a big takeaway for me because I had stuck away from testing because of that, which was, you know, I'd have guys come in. I When I used to work at a gym that did performance testing more often, I would have guys come in, they'd have a really good like four to six week training phase but then they'd have a bad night's sleep before the tests not perform well on the tests. And in turn, they're like, Oh, well, you know, training's going shitty cause I had a bad day today. Right? So I didn't like that, but the way he put it of like, it's not about we need a personal best on all the tests every time we test, or even we need a personal best at all. It's just when you do those tests at the end of a program, you get a feel for what's performing well, what's not, and what they need more of coming into the next phase, which that to me was, very eye-opening and in turn that's like he gave me some ideas that i'm going to start putting together this weekend to be able to actually start implementing that with my athletes as well now the other piece that i found really interesting talking to gab and the team was their approach to programming because for a long time, one of the things like one of the things that I've been doing and he, like when I talked to him about the way that I'm programming, he was very happy with the way that, you know, I run things and the way I operate, which also felt really good. But one of the things I really took away is that my programming is much more phased, like we're focused on strength for the next three weeks. We're focused on explosive power for the next three weeks, like breaking it into blocks. Where we're still hitting a little bit of everything, but it's very focused in one area. And what he basically said is, he was like, "What we like, what they do with their athletes is they focus more on you know specifics that they need directly for the fight, which obviously sounds simple, but there's more of those like more uh, uh, more anaerobic power and speed work through the whole year because obviously that's a very important part." of their performance, which obviously makes sense. And th- that was never something that I felt like I neglected, but where I feel like I c- I'm i improving now is instead of like, hey, in the off season, we're gonna take four weeks and focus in just on strength. It's still making sure we're properly addressing everything that's like very important for the athlete and then guiding the accessories, guiding, you know, the extra portions of the program towards the point of the season that they're in so basically taking away the idea of like we need to focus on a specific physical quality and focusing more directly on everything that they need for their performance 52 weeks of the year and then building the rest of the program around the point of the season that they're in around addressing the weaknesses cetera now the final thing that i really took away other than a lot of very specific things that um that i'm still getting some more notes on the final thing that i took away was the warm-ups the system that they used to warm their athletes up was just very very specific you know a lot of athletes feel like they you know the warm-up needs to Well, I, I even was hitting the whole body almost with every warmup. You know, I needed to have something working through the Achilles, the calves, the hips, rotational mobility, shoulders, like every piece of the puzzle needed to be addressed within the warmup. And then going in there and learning from the team, I saw how much more specific their warmups were to the individual athletes. And that's again just efficiency, which is something that I talk about a lot in training. The goal is a better result in a shorter amount of time. So, like if an athlete came in and they had a little bit of an issue with their knee, most of the warm up, other than just general movement prep, was focused around warming up the muscles in the knee to make sure that those weren't a problem during the session. Right. So, very, very simple things and like nothing mind blowing as much as it was eye opening everything that he talked about and everything that I realized that, you know, I can still be doing better was simple, like just simple tweaks, but it was just, you know, again, showing that there's levels to the game and showing that there's always things that we can be improving on as coaches. So I hope that guys, that gave you guys some insight as far as, you know, training and warming up and everything overall, but The biggest thing I wanted to make sure you guys take away from that is whether you're my athlete or whether you train with another strength coach or whether you don't have a strength coach at all right now, what I want you to take away from what I just talked about is the goal of training is always the result that you see in your sport. And the goal of strength and conditioning work is to specifically address how you can achieve the best possible result in your sport. And that sounds super simple, but still like Gavin and I, Gavin and I had a conversation about this is that 90% of coaches out there are still taking the, I just need to kill my athletes with every session approach. And a lot of athletes love that approach because in their mind, they're working so hard. And if they're working so hard, that means they're getting a result. But the goal is not just who can put in the most work. The goal is who can be the best physically prepared. Right. So coming back to the testing that we talked about taking these tests and using them to guide the programming that you put together for a specific athlete is going to help address weaknesses, help make sure that that athlete is making better use of their training. It's not that strength programs are a bad thing for an athlete to do or power programs are a bad thing for an athlete to do, but by taking that extra level, now, what we're doing is we're addressing the specific needs of every specific athlete at all times, right? We're not just focusing in on that person and saying, Hey, we're going to improve your power now. We're going to improve your strength now. We're going to improve your speed now. We're going to improve your conditioning now. We're going more in depth and picking exercises that are going to directly benefit that individual. And that is ultimately the goal. Like, if you're working with a strength coach and every session has you crawling out of the gym feeling like you want to die. That is not a strength coach. Any idiot can make a hard workout. Pick five exercises, do 100 of each one. There you go, hard workout. Is it beneficial? No, but it's gonna make you feel like you wanna puke. And learning from these guys just showed me how much more specific I can still get with my programming, which is super exciting, but it also showed me that what we're doing right now within my company is on a very, very good track, which is also super exciting. You know, a lot of the ways that we're addressing the energy systems, a lot of the ways that we are addressing the physical qualities is exactly on point with what the team at the PI is doing, which makes me super happy. We don't have the same data and we don't have the same information just because plain and simple, like, I don't know if you guys know this, I don't have millions and millions of dollars in my budget, as cool as that would be. So we don't have the same specificity in that way, but what we do have is we have the direction, which is very, very cool. And coming out of that time at the PI, I've gotten a lot more ideas on how I can take that direction and continue to improve it. Because I tell my athletes all the time, like you guys are chasing greatness in your careers and I'm doing the same. My goal is not to just be some coach sitting in a gym with, you know, 10 to ten to 20 athletes doing whatever. My goal is to build world champions. My goal is to build the best athletes in the world. And if I am going to do that, then putting myself in environments like the P.I. is massively important. And by putting myself in that environment, by being around those people, I've learned a lot already in just one afternoon. So I've also made the commitment that going forward, I'm going to be back in Vegas at least every four months for four or five days just to be at the P.I., to absorb, to learn, to ask questions and to continue to just take one nugget and apply it to my business and apply it to my athletes. Because yeah, ultimately to sum it up, what I got from that time is that my business is on a very good track. My coaching is on a very good track, but there's levels to the game and there's still a shit ton more improvement that I can make. And yeah, that's exciting. That makes me super happy. And I can't wait to keep going back there, keep learning more and continuing to bring those things back to every athlete that is part of my team. So guys, that is it. That is all. That is what I learned from my time at the UFCPI. Now, Instagram, stick around for a few minutes. We're going to do a little bit of a Q&A, but for everybody else, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless.